No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we conclude the book of Isaiah. The Lord will vindicate His people and bring indignation on His enemies. He blesses the humble but rebukes the hypocrites. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Isaiah chapter 66 on Simply the Bible. The last chapter of Isaiah is an amazing overview of God's vindication of His people and His indignation against the wicked. It sets the stage of the future kingdom where Israel will be exalted and all the nations will worship the Lord. Isaiah chapter 66. Thus says the Lord, heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you will build me? And where is the place of my rest? For all those things my hand is made and all those things exist, says the Lord. But on this one will I look, on him who is poor and of a contrite spirit, and who trembles at my word. The Lord dwells in the high and holy place of heaven. All the earth, with all of its glory, is merely his footstool. So he says, where is the house you will build me? What could man ever build that could house God? Solomon realized this when he dedicated the temple in Jerusalem. 1 Kings 8.27, he said, But will God indeed dwell on the earth? Behold, heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain you. How much less this temple which I have built. But there is a place God chooses to dwell. He looks upon the poor and dwells with those who have a contrite and broken spirit. When we humble ourselves and trust in Jesus Christ, then we become the temple of the Holy Spirit. God looks with favor upon those who tremble at his word. Many today show contempt for the word of God. They neglect it or misinterpret it. They try to make it say whatever they want it to say. But God esteems the one who regards his word as he delivered it and who trembles before it. May God help us all to revere his word. He who kills a bull is as if he slays a man. He who sacrifices a lamb as if he breaks a dog's neck. He who offers a grain offering as if he offers swine's blood. He who burns incense as if he blesses an idol. Just as they have chosen their own ways and their soul delights in their abominations, so will I choose their delusions and bring their fears on them. Because when I called, no one answered. When I spoke, they did not hear. But they did evil before my eyes and chose that in which I do not delight. Now, the problem was that the people were bringing their offerings to the temple, but their hearts were far from God. Therefore, their animal sacrifices were as murder and their grain offerings were as offering swine's blood. God despised their hypocritical worship. They were afraid of misfortune and that's why they would burn incense to idols. But God would bring their worst fears upon them. That would happen because when he spoke to them, they would not hear. They ignored him. They ridiculed and even murdered the prophets. 
but they gave themselves over to do evil and to do those things that they knew God despised. Hear the word of the Lord, you who tremble at his word, your brethren who hated you, who cast you out for my namesake, said, let the Lord be glorified that we may see your joy, but they shall be ashamed. God called those who feared him to listen to his word. The brethren who hated them were unbelieving Jews who cast them out and blasphemed them because they trusted in the Lord. They mocked them saying, let the Lord be glorified, be joyful in him. But these scoffers would be ashamed. The sound of noise from the city, a voice from the temple, the voice of the Lord who fully repays his enemies. You know, in the day of judgment, God will ultimately repay all his enemies. And we must wait patiently for his wrath against the wicked. That can be hard to do when we see the righteous suffering at the hands of the wicked. But in God's time, he will fully repay his enemies. Of that, we can be sure. Before she was in labor, she gave birth. Before her pain came, she delivered a male child. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion was in labor, she gave birth to her children. Shall I bring to the time of birth and not cause delivery, says the Lord? Shall I who cause delivery shut up the womb, says your God? Now, this speaks of the speed at which Israel would be established as a nation. Now, that happened historically in 1948 after not being a nation for 1900 years. That was a political establishment, but there will be an establishment of the kingdom when they believe in Jesus Christ after the great tribulation. And then God will gather his people from all over the world. It will be so swift as though a woman who just begins labor, suddenly has her baby. It will happen that quickly. God said, would I bring the time of birth and not bring delivery? Would I shut up the womb? Verse 10, rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad with her, all you who love her. Rejoice for joy with her, all you who mourn for her, that you may feed and be satisfied with the consolation of her bosom, that you may drink deeply and be delighted with the abundance of her glory. So God calls everyone throughout the world who loves Jerusalem to rejoice with her. We ought to love Jerusalem. We ought to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And those who mourned over her plight, her trials, her afflictions, could now be glad, for God would bring her glory. They will be satisfied with the spiritual riches flowing from Israel, and they will delight in her glory. For thus says the Lord, Behold, I will extend peace to her like a river, and the glory of the Gentiles like a flowing stream. Then you shall feed on her sides, shall you be carried and be dandled on her knees as one whom his mother comforts so will i comfort you and you shall be comforted in jerusalem so after the hardships that the jews have endured historically and then especially after the great tribulation when they are persecuted by the antichrist god will extend peace to her 
like a river. This river will be ever flowing, for she will never again suffer at the hands of her enemies. And even the glory and the wealth of the Gentiles will flow to her from all over the world. God will comfort Jerusalem as a mother comforts her child, whom she nurses and carries and plays with in her lap. When you see this, your heart shall rejoice and your bones shall flourish like grass. The hand of the Lord shall be known to his servants and his indignation to his enemies. For behold, the Lord will come with fire and with his chariots like a whirlwind to render his anger with fury and his rebuke with flames of fire. For by fire and by his sword, the Lord will judge all flesh and the slain of the Lord shall be many. At that time, the Lord's hand will be revealed to his servants and they will see that God has not abandoned them. But the Lord's indignation will be poured out upon his enemies. He will come with fiery wrath against the rebellious and the wicked and the slain of the Lord will be many. In fact, at that battle of Armageddon, God will call for all of the scavenger birds to come and feast themselves on the many corpses. Those who sanctify themselves and purify themselves to go to the gardens after an idol in the midst, eating swine's flesh and the abomination and the mouse shall be consumed together, says the Lord. Now, usually we think of someone who is sanctified as one who gives himself to the sacred and acceptable things of God. But someone can also be sanctified or set apart for evil. Many Jews were dedicating themselves to their idols. They were violating the Lord's dietary commandments and they were eating the meat of swine and mice. As they consumed what was unclean, so they would also be consumed. For I know their works and their thoughts. It shall be that I will gather all nations and tongues, and they shall come and see my glory. I will set up a sign among them, and those among them who escape I will send to the nations, to Tarshish and Pool and Lud, who draw the bow and Tubal and Javan, to the coastlands afar off, who have not heard my fame nor seen my glory, and they shall declare my glory among the Gentiles." So God is going to bring forth witnesses from Israel who will testify to the nations and will gather them from all over the world. And they shall bring all your brethren for an offering to the Lord out of all nations on horses and in chariots and in litters or covered wagons, on mules and on camels to my holy mountain Jerusalem, says the Lord, as the children of Israel bring a offering in a clean vessel into the house of the Lord. And I will also take some of them for priests and Levites, says the Lord. And so these nations will bring back the Jews from all of the countries where they had been scattered. And God will even appoint some of them to be priests and Levites. At that time, it would seem that God will expand the priesthood to other tribes besides just Levi. For as the new heavens and the new earth 
which I will make shall remain before me, says the Lord, so shall your descendants and your name remain. And it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another and from one Sabbath to another, all flesh shall come to worship before me, says the Lord. And so God will bring about his promises to the patriarchs that their descendants would remain before him forever. And God's heart that all people will worship him will happen at that time. During the millennial kingdom, all flesh will come to Israel to worship the Lord. And they shall go forth and look upon the corpses of the men who have transgressed against me. For their worm does not die and their fire is not quenched. They shall be an abhorrence to all flesh. And this is just horrific. The servants of the Lord and those of the nations who come to worship God will look upon those who died in this great battle. They will look at their corpses. And we are told that their worm does not die and their fire is not quenched. Jesus quoted this verse in reference to Gehenna, hell, the lake of fire. We don't like to talk about it. We don't like to think about it. But the Lord talked about it. And I believe he talked about it because he wanted to warn people not to go there. And so Isaiah concludes his amazing book with this overview of the future, God's righteous acts and mercy and grace toward his people, but his indignation and fiery wrath against those who rebel against him and who do that which is evil in his sight. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify and please leave us a review. Tomorrow we begin the book of Jeremiah. Though he is young, the Lord calls Jeremiah to be a prophet to the nations, to tear down and to plant. The people will fight against him, but not prevail. We hope you'll join us as we continue studying through God's Word on Simply the Bible.